0: Welcome to the Rocket Brief, where we take about 10 minutes and tell you what we've been covering on Redstone Arsenal. I'm Jonathan Stinson for the Redstone Rocket. This is the November 8th edition. The Defense Department announced October 26th an additional security assistance package valued at up to $150 million to help Ukraine counter Russia's unprovoked invasion. The package includes additional air defense equipment, artillery rounds, and anti-tank weapons, among other equipment to meet Ukraine's battlefield needs. The latest round of assistance marks the 49th drawdown of equipment from DOD inventories for Ukraine since August 2021. It reflects the United States' continued commitment to supporting Ukraine and ensuring its defenders are armed with critical capabilities. The Army has launched a renewed effort to build a modernized food ecosystem that ensures soldiers have access to affordable, healthy food options geared toward how, where, when, and what they want to meet their dining needs and preferences. The Army has not changed our feeding policy in years, Lieutenant General Chris Mohan, Deputy Commander of Army Material Command said. It's time to revolutionize the Army's food service we need to get after the modernization and change needed to provide a comprehensive and holistic improvement to how we provide food service across the Army. As part of the effort, the Army is developing a strategy that will include transformational, continuous, customer-driven solutions to deliver more healthy eating options and increase the health readiness of the force. Read more in our page one story. The main exchange is teaming up with the commissary to hold a veterans' coining ceremony on Friday from 11.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Veterans can pick up a collectible challenge coin as a token of the exchange's gratitude for their service as this nation celebrates Veterans Day. This is the fourth year in a row that stores in the Army and Air Force Exchange Service are distributing limited edition challenge coins to veterans for Veterans Day. Red Ribbon Week 2023, which ran from October 23rd to the 31st, featured contests at the school-age center like a coloring contest, where the winner got their artwork displayed on the billboard that faces traffic coming through Gate 9, and a door decoration contest for the adults. Tatiana Ford placed first in the Red Ribbon Week coloring contest at the school-age center. Eris Pennington placed second, and Colin Francis came in third. More than 20 years ago after the 9-11 attacks, the Department of Defense directed its installations to adopt closed post security measures to improve security and prevent future terrorist attacks on U.S. soil. To lead in the efforts to keep military installations and other federal agency facilities safe and secure, the Engineering and Support Center in Huntsville stood up an access control point program to provide for secure access and prevent unauthorized ground vehicles from gaining entry. In the years following the terror attacks, Huntsville Center's ACP program directed its contracting, management, and engineering capabilities to provide design-build, construction, procurement, and installation of physical security equipment and infrastructure upgrades. Today, Huntsville Center's ACP program is modernizing to improve installation security. Lauren Ross, ACP program manager, said the program has seven contracts with 10-12 ACP modernization projects ongoing each year. Ross said the ACP program's modernization efforts provide new or replacement active vehicle barrier systems to increase ACP security positions through the continental U.S., including Alaska and Hawaii. Child and Youth Services will be closed on Thursday for annual staff training. CYS is bringing in trainers both from on and off post to instruct its workforce that day at the Community Activity Center. Parents have been notified that children's facilities will be closed Thursday. These include the Youth Center, School-Age Center, the Mills Road Child Development Center, and Goss Road Child Development Center. Redstone Police Chief Jim Lamb, noting a deer strike on post last week, urged drivers to reduce their speed so they'll have more time to react if a deer suddenly appears on the road. Lamb said that a fawn was struck and killed by a vehicle on November 1st around 6 a.m. on Martin Road in front of Army Materiel Command. We're asking people to slow down and be aware, he said. Redstone Police advise, watch for deer crossing signs in wooded areas where animals are likely to travel. Deer are most active around dawn and between the hours of 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. Use high beams to increase visibility if you're driving in an area where there are no other cars. Wear your seatbelt to help protect you in case of a collision. If you see a deer on or near the road, slow down and be prepared to stop if necessary. Representatives from the Engineering and Support Center, Huntsville's Engineering Directorate, visited a local magnet school October 23rd through the 27th to provide students with insight into science, technology, engineering, and mathematics career fields and the field's importance to filling the rank and file of the Corps of Engineers. Chad House, Patrick Lane, Daniel Cook, and Brian Mary from the ED Systems Cost Division volunteered their time to speak to students at the Alabama School of Cyber Technology and Engineering. The nation's only high school focused on the integration of cyber technology and engineering into all academic disciplines. Located in Huntsville, the ASCTE is a tuition-free public residential magnet high school serving students throughout Alabama. Marshall Space Flight Center and the Huntsville Science Festival collaborated to bring thousands to the third annual STEAM Fest, an event created to engage students of all ages in the world of science, technology, and art. STEAM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, Arts, and Mathematics. The event was hosted in downtown Huntsville at the Von Braun Center's East Hall on October 28th. Marshall played a key role in the event by providing information and exhibits about STEAM in the space industry. The rocket's second installment of features about this year's Hall of Heroes Inductees features the stories of James Andrews. On September 11, 2009, then Lance Corporal James Andrews, who deployed with the 2nd Battalion 8th Marines Echo Company to southern Afghanistan in May, was providing security to an explosive ordnance disposal team while on foot patrol as the group walked along the edge of a field. Andrew saw a small copper-colored wire in a ditch, and following the wire, they found where an improvised explosive device had been buried in the walking path. We started getting attacked with machine gun fire and AK-47 fire from two sides, Andrew said, who was armed with an M4 rifle. We were pinned down, laying behind a raised dirt berm along the edge of the field. The only place for me to be able to return fire was the one spot where the IED that we knew about was laying. So I crawled over, laid on the IED, and was able to return fire and eliminate some of the threat. That relieved pressure on the EOD team, allowing it to neutralize the device. Read more of Andrew's story on page 5 in this week's Rocket. Garrison Director of Human Resources, Linda Mosley, received her 2023 Leadership Achievement Award for the North Alabama Chapter of Federally Employed Women from Carla Hamilton, Vice President for Policy and Planning and Chapter Awards Chair for the North Alabama Chapter last week. Mosley had originally learned of the honor during a Zoom conference in August. 73 people attended the 17th Annual Veterans Appreciation Luncheons for the North Alabama Center for Educational Excellence last Friday at the Redstone Federal Credit Union's atrium in Huntsville, which included heartfelt appreciation for veterans and an inspiring message on the importance of education. NACEE's mission is to encourage and assist participants in northern Alabama counties and portions of southern Tennessee who are traditionally underrepresented in post secondary education in preparing for and completion of a post-secondary degree. With the new refuse collection contract in place, new dumpsters will be showing up at facilities across the installation, according to Joey Skinner, the Garrison's Director of Public Works. The Directorate of Public Works asked that garbage be placed in the new eight-yard dumpsters when they arrive and not put in the old dumpsters. The new dumpsters are marked U.S. Government Property, DPW, Redstone Arsenal. If a dumpster is full, contact the service desk at 256-876-2801 and provide a building number and dumpster number. If a dumpster is needed or to report any garbage issues, contact the Directorate of Public Works, C.O.R., David Franklin, at 256-876-6721 or david.w.franklin18.civ at army.mil. Lieutenant General Chris Mohan, Deputy Commander of Army Materiel Command, praised veterans for their military service and their part in the community's growth at the YMCA Veterans Prayer Breakfast. The event on Friday kicked off a full week of community celebrations to honor veterans. Be sure to check out more coverage from Armed Forces Celebration Week in next week's Rocket. That does it for this week's Rocket Brief. Check out all of those stories and more inside this week's paper on Newsstands Now. Or you can check us out online at www.TheRedstoneRocket.com.